Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Unsportsmanlike, your source for the weirdest and the worst in sports. I am Greg Cherry, joined alongside a man who's very excited for this week because the Hall of Fame game's on Thursday. It's Jared Bailey. It is. Jared. Like we've got we, we we've got an NFL football game this week. And uh honestly, like everybody talks every year how like the offseason drags like this one this one went by really quick at least to me i don't know how anybody else feels but like to me it, this feels like this this offseason went by very fast uh yeah this one seems to have flown by faster than others um but yeah i don't care if it's going to be third stringers i don't care if we're going to see 90 percent runs I, I don't care football will be played and it will be nice so but no, i'm doing good greg cherry i'm doing good I mean, we've seen some weird plays in the Hall of Fame game. I mean, fake the- punt with the the Titans yes. did a fake punt two thousand eight, which is exactly beautiful. the play I was thinking of. Oh, yes, that, they need to bust those out in the regular season too, because that, that was slick. That was so good, fooled everybody. Uh, I would love to see. Um, Tennessee break out the old Oilers uniforms. I I would like to see the Texans just be renamed the Oilers. Like I understand that it's like um, Titans continuity. However, saw in basketball how the Bobcats became the Hornets, even though the Hornets went to New Orleans and then became the Pelicans. So I think there is precedent for this in professional sports. Make Houston the Oilers again because the Texans won. They got a crap logo, a crap name, crap uniforms. It's just crap all around. Make it make it good again. I mean, if you think about it, the Ravens used to be the Browns. Exactly, and, yeah. And then Cleveland reinvented themselves in 99. So it's like, like you said. precedent for it in the NFL. Absolutely. So why why not do it? I mean, the Texans is kind of a lame name anyway. Like, you're already in Texas. It's so lazy. So lazy. You, you, you don't, the uniforms you don't aren't see good. This, yeah, you don't see either Pittsburgh or Philadelphia call themselves the Pennsylvanians. I mean, that's, exactly. that's just redundant. Exactly. Anyway, we're we're not yet to football season. We're right on the verge, and when football plays happen, it's going to make both of us very. Happy. We're we're edging to football season. Oh my gosh, I want football season to come so bad. Um, don't clip that anyway. I hope okay. Jimmy. I hope Jimmy doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't get mad at that. <laughs> hey, we both love football. He knew what he was signing up for. Um, so we're we're going to talk about uh, first of all. Uh, the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Carlos Rodon uh, wrote on, I'm terrible with baseball names. Um, he got pulled from a game, and he decided to throw a little bit of a temper tantrum. Another like, tantrum this week? Another tantrum this week. This one, though, caused physical harm. As oh. you can see, uh, he got. He's not the one in the spotlight. Uh, he's the one whipping his glove back because he's frustrated and hit this guy in the face. Yeah, but, this guy's just standing there trying to consult his friend, I assume, and he just takes some leather to the nose. Oh, but that's not all. Because shortly after that, he kicked the baseball bat, as you can see, circled, and it hit a pitching coach in the knee. See, I mean, You're I, I said... You're taking out your own people at that point. I said last week that I'm a ginormous fan of like baseball temper tantrums because they're really funny. As long as they don't hurt other people, they're still very funny. Now, I assume that both of these guys were fine, so it's still probably pretty funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, be, just, be, be careful when you go on a temper tantrum. 
Yeah, at least wait till there's nobody around so you can throw your fit over paid millionaire. You know, it's I just don't get it. Like, listen, I'm a very competitive person. <laughs> I will admit that. I will do whatever it takes to win, but I'm not going to throw a fit and like cause injury to people around me because things aren't going right. Away, right. You know? I'll, I'll do what normal people do, sulk and be pissed about it. Yeah, no, I, like, I don't recall, I'm trying to think, have I ever thrown a temper tantrum during, oh, yeah, yes, I have, yes, I have. Um, <laughs> high school basketball, yes, I have, I have. On the bench, because I got pulled, and I was pissed. So I, like, took off my arm sleeve, and I threw it behind me, sat back, like, nonchalantly on the bench, and then I got suspended for the first half of the next game. Jeez. Good times. Oh, good times. I don't remember if I ever have, like, my sports experience as a player is limited, but I don't think I ever got to that point of just being pissed I tell you what, man, I do miss high school sports. Like, that was, I don't think you realize it, like, in the moment, but, like, looking back, it was so much fun. So much fun. So, yeah, high school basketball was a a big, like, I'm not going to pretend I was anything special or anything. I wasn't, but it was fun, and I miss it. See, I remember one time at a high school basketball game, I went to watch and like, you know, I used to live in Freeport. So like I I went to high school there and, you know, the team won the game. And then after the game, you go and like congratulate the players and stuff. And then the other team don't remember who they were playing for the life of me. But it was like, I'll see you outside. And it's like, what are you going to do? Fight over a basketball game? Like you got, you got rolls of quarters. You you got like, it's like grease or something up in there. And I, I don't get it. Like, like what, what's the point? Like it, it's, it's a high school basketball game. It's not like there's any money on the line, you know? I mean, I get it. You know, like for me, I mean, I was, I was competitive. Um, I got teed up before. Did you was, really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Multiple. Well, once in junior high, once in high school. So twice. Oh, that did get teed up in junior high. That's a different story for a different day, though. But no, I love high school sports are so damn fun. I miss it. I do miss it a lot. We want we won districts my sophomore year. That was exciting. That was fun. Oh, yeah, it was very fun. So yeah, high school sports. Everybody who plays them, I promise you. Like looking back on it, everybody's like, "Damn it!" Like I wish I held on to this more. It goes by fast, and I miss it. It, it is very fun. Part of me wishes I would have participated in it more. All right. Uh, next up, uh, more baseball. And there seem to be, especially this week, this week is going to be very thematic of pitchers have issues in Major League <laughs> Baseball. That's going to be a running theme for the episode. And, you know, when you attempt to pick off somebody at first base, like pitchers do, and it's it's hard to do, especially when you're a right-handed pitcher and your back is toward first base. I don't know how the pitchers do it. Can I just say how much I hate when people try to pick off base runners? Like 999 times out of 1,000, you're not getting them out. It's annoying. That's my least favorite play in baseball. Absolutely my least favorite. Well, then you'll enjoy this because this one goes very poorly. I'm sure it does. Uh, So if you're going to attempt to pick off a runner on first base, how about you make sure the first baseman's there? Okay, I lied. 998 times out of 1,000, they don't get him out. Not The one time out of 1,000, this happens, and it's hilarious. And they deserve every second of it because 
I hate when pitchers try to pick off people. It doesn't work. He deserves it. I don't know who the pitcher is. I don't know who's playing. It looks like the Astros against somebody. It's Whoever did it deserves A's. it. Everybody, yeah. he deserves it. Deserves yeah. it. The Astros and the A's. Uh, it, it's <laughs> how do you like you? You have to look that direction to see if your first baseman's even there to begin with. I, I, I it's mind blowing. He's not even like he's in position as if there's nobody on base. Yeah, like I don't, I don't get. But I don't know, man. Baseball's weird to me. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get all the ins and outs of baseball. I'm not gonna pretend I do, but that hands down the most annoying thing in baseball. I wish they would outlaw that. Like people talk about, like, look, they already it's a universal DH now, which they should have done a million years ago. Oh, yeah, um, I think I think it's time to outlaw the pickoff in baseball, or at least limit it because like, like, like everybody talks about like ban the shift, like no ban the pickoff, ban the pickoff. Because it's such, you're right. It is a stupid play, especially when they do it like three times in a row. It's like should, get on with the game. If you, if you do it, you can only do it once. You should not be allowed to do it more than once. It's so annoying. And that, like, even the fans, like you'll hear if you're watching a game live, if they do it more than once, people are, people start to boo because they're like, yeah, dude, they you're not gonna like stop. Yeah. This game's already slow enough. I'm already hammered. <laughs> just yeah. fucking like it, it takes just carry on. Like forty-five seconds per pitch. Like, come on. There's nine innings of this and 162 games in the regular season. I'm not against a pitch clock in baseball, by the way. Like a shot clock for basketball. Absolutely, baseball needs I, to speed. I think they up. have a pitch clock now. Like I think it's do a they? thirty-second pitch clock. I'm I did not sure. know that. If they it's, do, I'm not aware very, of it. It's a very recent ad, but I'm I know that they test out a lot of these in the minor leagues, where they're like, "All right, you know, we'll try this in single A, see how it goes." Um, but yeah, no, if they do, I didn't know that. So hopefully, I mean, if it's a thing, great. If not, they should do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do want to say real quick, if you support the show or you want to support the show, uh, go to kynchats.com and uh, leave us a little something. You, your comment will get read on air. And we love to do that. We love to do stuff like that. Um, we're going to continue on in our theme of pitchers need to learn how to throw. So I want to say, when I played Little League, I was guilty of doing a throw like this because I felt I was close enough to the person that I didn't have to overhand whip it towards them. So I threw it underhand, and it took too long to get there to get to first base. I played second base at the time. But this is even worse than that because the pitcher threw the ball to first base and threw it about five feet over his head. Yeah, I mean, if he was throwing to Yao Ming, maybe that's probably still too high. <laughs> I think it is too high. Yao Ming would have to be on top of like a six-foot ladder to get that. Yao Ming would have to be standing on top of the great Kali. <laughs> yeah, would no, like, still have to reach up. I'm going to assume that it probably just slipped. But yeah, no, you can pretty much just copy and paste what I said for the last one. Like It's just funny watching pitchers mess up. Now, this wasn't a pickoff, right? This was just trying to get no, somebody this, out of first. Was, no, this was a grounder to the pitcher's mound and uh, a, a very poor attempt at and he just, throwing the ball to first. Yeah, yeet, and it went all the way. Uh, you know what? It was just the Royals and the Angels? Right. You're right. Yeah, it's the Angels and the Royals. Good for me. Yeah, no. I, I, there you go. I, I'll say this. I like the Royals uniforms. I'm a big fan of baby blue. 
Baby Blue is a good color. I mean, and just like in sports in general, like it looks good on the Royals. The Chargers uniforms are great. Um, the Hornets uniforms are gorgeous. Like I'm big proponent of baby. Get more baby blue in sports. Yeah, University of North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, dude, North Carolina's football uniforms are to die for. Like the blue and the white. I, I don't know what it does. It just it, it's perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. I might like North Carolina's more than the current Chargers. That's fair. I mean, North Carolina's uniforms are amazing. Way better than Oregon's. And I think we've had that discussion. I was going to say, we've had this discussion where Oregon yeah. sucks. Their but uniforms are terrible. The Oregon sucks. Like, like, I'm all for like having fun uniforms if they look good. None of theirs look good. They all are horrible. They're, they're all different every game from what I understand. That's the, like, I don't mind that too much. Like I'm a, like I'm more into tradition stuff. So like, I, like I'm a Penn state fan. You see it above my head. So like, obviously I'm a fan of, you know, traditional uniforms. I know you're a Notre Dame fan. They've got more traditional uniforms. Um, Ohio state's uniforms are very, I know that they do like a few alternate uniforms, but for the most part, their uniforms are pretty, they're pretty you know, traditional. They're pretty they're Michigan. Yeah. No, like, I, I think yeah. most of the big 10 has, you know, some pretty traditional uniforms. Um, so yeah, Oregon though, it's, it's not good. It's not good. No, not at all. It's not even a good color scheme, like green and yellow. It's like, ugh. can I, and I know that you're big into college football, Greg, I'm, I'm not as big. And let me tell you why. Think of who the powerhouses in college football were 20 years ago. They're the powerhouses now. Nothing's changed. Absolutely. Nothing's changed. Well, I that's, mean, you kind of falling off the map. Okay. USC and, Texas, USC and Texas were like two of the big ones. And, and it's a running joke now in college football that Texas is back. Like that's been a thing win, for like five years in college football okay. is Texas is back. When, when Texas beat Notre Dame in a double overtime game in 2016 to kick off the season, that game sticks in my I mind. I watched that game. I watched that game too, unfortunately. I watched that game and they were like, Texas is back. And then they went <laughs> five and seven for the season. Yeah. It's like, it's They've like, gone through so – like it's – it's been Charlie Strong, um, Tom Herman. Like, they just can't. Like, after the Tom Herman hire, I think that's when everybody was like, okay, you know, he's coming from Houston. He helped turn Houston into, you know, a relevant team. And then he goes to Texas. They give him big money, and he's gone within, what, two years? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they still get the smack laid down on them by the Sooners. So I don't think – Even last year when they were – they. I think last year they were beating Oklahoma by a billion points and then they allowed them to come back and they lost Oklahoma. Like, by the way, I mean, we we're talking about great uniforms, Texas, great uniforms. Amazing. I love the burnt orange and white. Um, they, it's been a long time since they've been anything in college football. But no, I will say this college football is better when Texas is good. College football is better when USC is good. None of them have been, I think that USC getting Lincoln Riley. I'm excited about that. I'm biased when I say college football is better when Notre Dame's good. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I get it. College football is better when Penn State's good. Who's their, who's their head coach now? Because Brian Kelly left. Uh, Marcus Freeman. He was the defensive coordinator, and uh, he actually formally played for Ohio State. So that's going to be a fun, you know, first they play regular season year? game. They played each other in the first regular season game. Yeah. That's that fun. Ki that, that kicks off the regular season in Columbus. Well, yeah. I'll be rooting for Notre Dame that week, Greg. Well, there you go. Um, but also from Ohio State, James Laurinaitis, I believe, is on the coaching staff of Notre Dame now, too. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so that's a nice little trading places, isn't it? 
I, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Like, like he's an actual good Laurinaitis. I remember. Um, aha, that was funny. Um, <laughs> I I remember watching him play at Ohio State. I think, where the hell did he get drafted? He got drafted to the Rams, James Laurinaitis. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I believe he was the Rams when they were still in St. Louis. The amount of times Ohio State has broken my heart um, as a Penn State fan. Well, let me let me correct myself. The amount of times that Penn State has broken my heart playing Ohio State when they've had leads, it's yeah. ungodly. Uh, it's mm, I I hold grudges against James Franklin. I love James Franklin, but oh my god, it's bad. Do you, Do you think that they got screwed a couple years ago when they did make the college football playoff? Yes, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Well, I was like they won the so they won the Big Ten championship and and they beat Ohio out. State, who got into. The college yeah. football play. The whole thing's stupid. The whole thing's stupid. I think maybe that's why I'm like, look, don't get me wrong. I enjoy college football. However, uh, I do think that wins and losses don't matter as much as they should. Like at the end of the day, I think that they're, the committee is going to do everything they can to get in Ohio State, to get Alabama in, to get Georgia in, stuff like at, like Cincinnati. They didn't Cincinnati finally get in this past year? Cincinnati made it in. I feel like if Alabama would have lost, the top four would have been Georgia, not Clemson. Clemson wasn't good that year. Clemson wasn't good this year, yeah. No. Um, I think Ohio State. So it would have been Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame would have been the top four. The thing from a few years ago. Bama beating Georgia in the SEC championship screwed the Irish, which didn't matter because Georgia or Notre Dame lost to Oklahoma State in the bowl game anyway. Yeah, the uh, I remember a few years ago everybody was up in arms because UCF didn't get in, and then they just murdered Auburn, and um, which I think a lot of people were very happy about um, because I, re- I think UCF was that little engine that could college football team, and uh, they finished undefeated that year. So like, look if. I think the college football playoff should expand a little bit. I think six teams would be good for a college football playoff because the NFL's got seven and they've got 32 teams. Division one college football has 130 some teams. They've like, talked about doing eight, which if I don't, they did, you don't need eight. You don't need eight. If they did eight, you have to eliminate some bowl games. I can agree. Okay. Yeah. That, that's a or fine, like that's a fine playing the ground. Playoffs, the big bowl games, like the new, like the new year, the six, new year six or the playoff, be the playoff game. That's fine. I can get behind that. Like I could get behind that. that. Here's the thing: like they're not gonna get rid of bowl games because they still make money. Yeah, they still make money. You could you could have every team in America, doesn't matter what your record is, playing a bowl game. Like it doesn't. You can play in the you know Scott's toilet paper bowl, and people will still watch it because it's football. And especially especially around that time of year, like if it's December twenty first, you got family over. Hey, turn on the you know toilet plunger bowl and we'll sit down and watch Idaho state play roast beef A&M and we'll have a great time doing it. You know, like it's, they can have a trillion bowl games that people still watch, especially people who went to the schools. Oh yeah. People who went to the schools are going to watch and people who are fans of the teams are going to watch. It's like when uh, Notre Dame played LSU a couple years ago. I don't remember what that one was. I mean, they played LSU a couple times in recent bowl games and won both of them. Uh, but that, those those were uh, good times. Okay. Anyway, we're kind of off the rails with the football talk, which That's I'm not. Fine. Gonna yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it at all. I mean, we could go on and on, but uh, 
we're going to go back to the pitchers being not great at their jobs. Is this all the show is this week for Cliff's? It's, it's a lot pitchers. of it. Uh, it. It's probably about half of it, honestly. Um, so the Yankees and the Mets played each other. And I don't know what it is about the Mets, but the Mets have like this attitude like they're better than the Yankees. And they've won, what, one World Series in the last, in my lifetime. So <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Um, don't but, care. <laughs> but hey, it, again, if you're going to make a routine play, we've seen, make sure you have control of the ball. Make sure you're throwing it to that person. And yeah, make sure you have control of the ball. This is, um, this reminds me of, you know, I used to have, so my dad had an NFL films video. Yes, I am going to make this about football. Uh, football Follies. NFL films did like a series called Football Follies, where it was just kind of like this show, actually, where it was just a half hour of people messing up, and it was great. Um, and they, they did like a five-minute thing of like quarterbacks just letting go too early and, and throwing it. I think Jameis did it this past year. I can't remember against who. I want to say it was against New England or Carolina where he did that because I tweeted about it and Saints fans got pissed at me. What year was it that Jameis Winston, like somebody made a joke that Jameis Winston should have a 30 for 30 because he, had oh, 30, he threw 30, 30 that 30 was 2019. I, I figured it was a recent, I didn't think it was last year. I figured it was, it was last year with Tampa. So that was yeah. 2019 because Tom's first year with Tampa was 2020. And he was the first one to win a Super Bowl in this home stadium. And then the Tom Rams, Brady can do anything. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of like bittersweet. It's like of all the people to do that, like he needed it. You know, seventh Super Bowl ring, first to win the Super Bowl. And it's like, does Brady need any more? Like he's already proven like nobody's ever going to top his records. Dude's a robot, man. He's addicted to this. <sighs> we As time goes on, like I just grow to love him more. Like as a well, Steeler not- fan, as a Steeler fan growing up, like obviously, like when I was younger, I was like, I hate Tom Brady. But like as I get grow more into adulthood, I'm just like, hi. Especially uh, he's funny. Like on Twitter, he's great. He is a hilarious human being. I think it will be. I think it's easier to like him now that he's not with the Patriots. I can agree. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, like the Buccaneers haven't won a ton of championships. Like, yeah, if anything, he's just doing some good deeds now. He won't have Gronk this year, though, because Gronk retired. Again. Oh, no. Here's the thing with Gronk. He, he's great in the red zone. They would have done the exact same thing they did last year if he wasn't there. Yeah, he's He was a name alone. But he's, similar to how this, like, Jerome Bettis winning Super Bowl in his final year, the Steelers, he, was, he meant nothing to that team. Absolutely nothing to that team. He was morale more than anything. He... Yeah. He missed the first month of the year. Willie Parker was the starter. Deuce Staley was still there. Jerome Bettis was there to kind of ride shotgun, catch a ring on his way out. Good old fast Willie Parker. That was a fun Super Bowl to watch. Especially because it got the stink off of Super Bowl 30. Yes. Um, So more pitcher follies. Jesus, this is a slow time. It is. But you know what? It's Next week we'll have a football thing to talk about, I assume. Hey, it's fun. if you want to transition to football, I'm not going to complain. I'm, I'm, I'll be able to transition to, to football. Yeah. Th- that'll be, that, that, that should be what we do. <laughs> just anytime we have a clip, just how can we make this about football? I'm sure we could somehow. How can we make this about football and or wrestling? Let's yes. figure it out. We will. Hey, we'll get there. Uh, the Boston Red Sox have been notorious on this show. 
And it's not because it's not because I'm a Yankees fan. It's because defensively they are making a ton of mistakes. Like if this happened, if this was happening to the Yankees on a frequent basis, I would do that, but they're the best team in baseball right now. And the Red Sox aren't, (laughs) I don't know what is, what is in the waters in Boston. That's another topic for another time, but this was another routine play pitcher of the Red Sox ran to first base because the first baseman was playing the ball. And then the pitcher ran past the bag without tagging it and did not get the outs. Was the first baseman not even there or was he the one who kind of the first baseman was making the play on the ball that was hit and they threw it to the pitcher and the pitcher ran past first base. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't even know how you do that. Like how the bag's right there, homie. Yeah, it's right there. And his momentum carried him past the bag. And he, again, did not get the out. You would think from where they're positioned that an out would have been had, but uh, not too much. Yeah, like that's, um, yeah, I keep getting off center here as I lean. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Baseball stuff. (laughs) Well, this one... I, I want to talk about this one because you can kind of transition this from football because Pat McAfee tweeted this play out. Okay. On Friday. You're, you're uh, near identical twin. Uh, With the so- mustache. Yeah. I mean, if he grew out a mustache and only this, then we'd be more identical as we used to be. But yeah, now that I'm, I keep making fashion statements with my face, we're starting to starting to trend a little bit in the other direction, but yes, me and my, unofficial lost lost at birth twin yes if at any point you make it to like where the pat mcafee show is in indy or like a wwe event comes along like a smackdown or a pay-per-view or something sorry premium life event (laughs) if you make it to any of those you have to get a picture with them like it just has to happen yeah i mean eventually i'm sure i'll run into him um and i'll just bring up hey you know people on twitter say we look alike let's just and he look Pat is one of the nicest human beings, like gen and media, like in the world. Yeah. He would be very down for it. Plus, I'll just tell him, "Hey, I'm from Pittsburgh. I live on the South Side." <laughs> yeah. So you know, because that, that's where Diggs, Tone Diggs, used to live on the South Side. He might still um, have some connections here. So you know, when it comes down to it, you know, I'm sure that there will be a meeting, and Twitter will explode. It'll be fun. It will. Uh, but uh, the Rays and the Orioles were playing each other. And when you're trying to make a routine catch, it doesn't show it here, but he did not miss that ball because it hit him square in the face. And oh. Off. Uh, dude, no lie. Like, getting hit in the face with a ball when you're, like, not expecting it to, that's, that hurts. I mean, even when you see it coming. Like, ba- for for context – Baseballs, if you're not familiar, are not light. Yeah, no, definitely not. Have you ever taken like a dodgeball to the dome? No, but I do have a story from like junior high. People were like messing around in the locker room during gym class and somebody took a softball and whipped at somebody. They moved and it hit me square in the nuts. I bet that felt good. Oh, yeah, I was sitting in pain for a good 10 minutes. Yeah, that would... Uh, like I, was like, I don't care about anything else. I'm just going to sit here 
and try not to ball my eyes out because it hurt that bad. I mean, do you want kids, Greg? my ass. <laughs> you and your wife want kids, Greg? Yeah. That, down the line. Oh, um, okay, well, hopefully you can still have them. Well, I hope the issue's not on my end because mm -hmm. uh, if, if it is, we know the source. Mm -hmm. Now, this is more pitching follies, but... Holy hell's bells. In defense of this... It wasn't a baseball player. Uh, Steph Curry attempted to make a first pitch, and it did not go well. Can I, I just say I'm tired of hearing about Steph Curry. <laughs> just tired of it. I'm sure he's a great, I'm sure he's a nice dude. Tired of hearing about him. I get it. He won another champion. Good for him. I, maybe it's just because I don't like basketball. Maybe that's it. See, I don't follow basketball much either. Like it's. I it's used to like, dude. I used to be a very large basketball fan, and then I blame Steph Curry for me not being a basketball fan anymore because he started just shooting nothing but threes, and that's all the NBA is now, shooting nothing but threes. And so now I hate it, and it's sad because the like, Bulls are actually. I grew up a Bulls fan, and the Bulls are actually finally good again. So you know, now I just feel like I keep up with them a little bit just because I'm like, all right, how's Zach Levine doing? Lonzo Ball's hurt. That's unfortunate. Uh, Nikola Vucevic is very, very good, but yeah, no, like I, I don't like the fact that it's, you can watch one game and you've basically seen the rest of the season because it's all the same. Yeah. Um, they don't call travels, call me an old man yelling at clouds. If you want, that pisses me off more than the three point thing. I, I hate that. It's two steps, not three. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. So yeah, no, I used to be pretty big in the basketball. I'm not anymore. See, I tried. Like, I like sports. I enjoy sports. Yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't do the show. But, like, basketball is just – college is a little – again, college is a little more exciting than the pros. I don't like – I just like college basketball more. It's just, oh, really? I don't know any of these people. Like, I'll watch a little bit of the tournament just because it's fun. I'll make I mean, a bracket just for the hell yeah. of it. But college basketball, no, absolutely not, no. I mean, I try to make a bracket, but again, I know very little about college basketball. So I just yeah, feel no. like, eh, uh, Kentucky, Duke. Here's the thing. Like, I love Jay Billis. I think he's fantastic. He's funny. He's good at what he does. Uh, that, yeah, I just cannot get into college basketball. Just not my thing. See, see, the only reason I, like, half root for the Kentucky Wildcats in basketball is because uh, the coach of the Wildcats – Went to Clarion University, as did I. So you know, there's a little connection. John Calipari, yeah. He so yeah. so um, we played our districts and and whatnot at Clarion because yeah. um, I that's that's the county that I lived in growing up, going to high school and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a picture. Well, there's Kurt Angle's singlet in there because Kurt Angle also went to Clarion, yeah. so he's got a singlet. And then right next to that is a picture of John Calipari. Uh, that they had some sort of exhibition or something against Claire in like 2008 or something yeah, like 2000, that. 2009. Because yeah. I almost went to that, but I had like a communications or like broadcasting conference the same weekend. So uh -huh. I didn't go, but I, I could have had that opportunity to go to UK. I kind of wish I would have done that instead. Yeah, no. So, and then they probably beat Claire in like 180 to. 50. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a massacre. Yeah. So, yeah, so those two things are, like, right next to each other and like, the Clarion Sports Hall of Fame. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, I love Clarion. Clarion's very, like, 
the university itself, like it's not very big, like it's kind of in the midst of town. So like, there's not really much of a campus per se, but you know, grew up in the area. So I definitely have a soft spot for it. I went to slippery rock. So I, that's that that will always be my, my second home. I love it there. Yeah. I I pass, uh, my, my brother-in-law lives in slipper rock. So, you know, yeah, he, we passed the campus. He's a townie. Well, he's not originally from there. Like he went to Clarion too, but he lives down there like close to work. I'll tell you what, man, you got to go there, go to Bob's sub. I guess Bob's sub is amazing. Yeah. Bob's sub is amazing. I I will say this. Like I went to slipper rock, the Bob's sub in Clarion. I don't know why it's so much better. It is. It's incredible. I don't know. I, I mean, like, it really is. Yeah, it's fantastic. So go to the Bob Sub and Clarion, but also if you go through, go to Slippery Rock. Um, what the hell is in Slippery Rock that you can't really get? Kafaro's Pizza. Oh my God, Greg! If you've never had Kafaro's Pizza, some of the best pizza you'll have in your life. It is fantastic. Is that the one from the bowling alley? Yes. 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 Yep. It is the one from the bowling alley. It's very good. Very it, good. it is very good pizza. Um, now we're just talking about. Uh, yeah, I will sit here and talk about Slippery Rock forever. I love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, now, now I just want to go to the brewery. That's all I want to do. They, oh, dude, I love the brewery. Oh man, uh, just gonna. Oh, I'm gonna tweet this out and at all my Slippery Rock people, all my professors and everything. They're gonna love it. They're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. Right. Yeah, no, we'll go to the brewery. Go to G Hill. It's great. Hey, we got well, a Duncan. We know what clip we're going to use for Twitter. So yeah. We, we got a Duncan now in, in Slippery Rock. It's great. I've been to that Duncan. It, it, yeah, good stuff. I would go there four days a week my senior year. Oh. I don't blame Duncan's got good stuff. Duncan is so much more superior to Starbucks. Like, like well, I, I don't drink coffee, so I don't care. In terms of pricing and quality, it is incredible. I know we've got to talk about Brock Lesnar and whatnot. I get it, but God damn, I will. We haven't talk even about talked it. about the Steph Curry pitch. It I don't is. care about the Steph Curry there, pitch. There's the Steph Curry pitch way off. All right, Great. there you go. Like some first pitch, it, it blows my mind how many like athletes come onto a pitcher's mound and can't throw a ball straight. Like, it, is it like hard. a coordination thing? I don't because know. the think, first pitch you think I Steph ever Curry especially, in my life, you think Steph Curry especially would be good at yeah. it, huh? Like the first pitch I ever threw in my life, like I remember, I was in Little League, and like I went on the pitcher's mound, threw the pitch, like, and my coach huh? held the glove here, and he didn't even have to move the glove, like perfect down the middle. Can never do it again. But that was the first pitch I ever threw. The rest of them sucked, but the first pitch I ever threw was right down the mountain. It's not that hard. I never played baseball, so I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, we have reached our uh, play of the week. I'll call it a play of the week, but we got to talk about this moment from SummerSlam because I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Um, Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns main evented the show for the third time against each other. Um, and Brock Lesnar drove a tractor to the ring and in the midst of the match, if you didn't see it, he picked the ring up and tipped it over. I, you know who I really felt bad for in this situation? All the people who couldn't see a damn thing for the last five minutes of the match because the ring was up, what, 10 feet from the floor? I feel bad for the ring crew who has to pick that up and clean oh, up yeah. everything. I wonder no, if they were like, "Yeah, this is a junk ring. We're not going to use it again. 
You know, SummerSlam, I didn't really have high hopes for it because, you know, it, the card itself, like I feel like we'd seen just about everything on it already. Yeah. Triple H's fingerprints were all over it, and he did fantastic. Fantastic. And, uh, like, I'm even seeing clips on about Raw right now. This, I, I'm excited about WWE. That's the first, this is the first time I can say I'm excited about WWE, and I don't know how long. Yeah. Um, the fact that Dakota Kai came back with Bailey oh, and EO, yeah. like, oh my god! I pop for Dakota more than I pop for EO. That's the thing. Like, I I saw I didn't watch I didn't watch it I didn't watch it live, and then I, I saw like all the stuff on Twitter. I was like Dakota Kai, what the fuck? So I went back and I watched it. Oh, the pop was ungodly. It was mm-hmm. great. So, um, you know, I mean, the match with Brock and Roman probably the best iteration of their never ending feud. I agree. Um, so no, the pay per view, the premium live event, whatever the hell they want to call it now, um, Triple H is already making drastic, um, very very good changes. Um, now I'm excited. I'm excited for WWE. Now let's start a petition to get Raw to two hours. Yeah, I, I mean he said himself in an interview years ago with Austin that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But if that's a USA call, then there's not really anything they can do about it. But I suppose. But that is it for this week of Unsportsmanlike. Hopefully the Hall of Fame game will give us some stuff to talk about because we might see some chaos there. Uh, but where If can not, we... let's just do an all-wrestling show next week. An all-wrestling show? All right. I'm okay with that. Well, if there's a ton of botches on Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, Dynamite Rampage, Rampage yeah. like, we'll, we'll try and cover the gamut. Um, maybe some indie shows, too. Uh, I was hoping that like we would have started the show when Joey Janela caught his foot on fire because I had that loaded up. But, you know, <laughs> a little dated now. Uh, Jarrett, where can we find you uh, this upcoming week? I'm sure you're going to be heavy into football mode as the season approaches. Yeah, man. Um, as the season approaches, like a lot of uh, feature pieces, a lot of interviews coming out um, via print. So that'll be you know, Sports Illustrated, USA Today, 33rd team, all over the place. So you can find interviews with a bunch of different players and whatnot as we, you know, make our way through training camp. Um, and I'll tweet all those out at Jay Bailey NFL. Um, so if you want to keep up with all of that? Follow me there. But yeah, no football is uh, we're here. You know, yes. We have a game on Thursday. I'm so excited. Look, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to play. Derek Carr's not going to play. Devontae Adams isn't going to play. Like nobody who you know, none of the stars on each on either team are going to play. I don't care. I do not care. It's going to be great. Everybody's going to be very happy. We're all going to sit on Twitter and we're going to talk about it together. It's going to be so much fun. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited uh, both for you know the content that's coming out in terms of the interviews and whatnot. Uh, Wednesday, um, I'll be doing show at the pump. Uh, the pump fake uh, would be me. And uh, I just want to clarify that we're doing it. Yes, we are still doing it. Uh, Jordan Schultz. Um, if you don't know who Jordan Schultz is, he co-hosts uh, the Pull Up Pod with CJ McCollum. I uh, see him on you know the herd, first take stuff like that. Uh, he'll be talking contracts with me because um, a lot of guys got paid. So whether it's you know Deepa Samuel, DK Metcalf, uh, him and I'll be kind of breaking down all of the contracts from this past off season and uh, what it means going forward. So yeah, me and Jordan Schultz Wednesday on the Pump Fake, bunch of interviews coming um, all over the place as well. So yeah. Football mode—it's officially kicked in, and uh, very excited. Very exciting time. 
And if you definitely want to razz Jared for his predictions for the uh, for the NFL, oh yeah, go do that. Yeah, because my gosh, people roasted you for them. It's like that's every time. Fandom is ridiculous. It's like, oh, this team's gonna go thirteen and four because they do every year. It's like, dude, your team was like six and eleven last year. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I've I've come to realize that no matter what you put out, people are gonna piss be pissed off. Yeah. So I would rather be honest with what I think rather than just give chalk and you know, I, I would rather put out what I genuinely think. And look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like last year, last year, the first one I put out, uh, I don't think it was the final one. First one I put out, half the teams didn't make the playoffs. I think the final iteration that I did, like 10 of them did. But still, I mean, that's four that did it. So, yeah, it's a uh, – they're predictions. They mean in, – in the grand scheme of things, they mean nothing. They're just a fun content piece for me to do and look back on and see how well I did. People get genuinely pissed about it, and it's hilarious. So I don't care. If you want to go look at them, go ahead. I do one more – now, I usually only do two. I do one, like, post-free agency, and then one – the week of the season starting. Um, I did an extra one this year just because I figured why not. I was bored and decided to do it. Um, so, I mean, with I was operating under the f- assumption that Deshaun Watson wouldn't get very many games. Yeah. Um, so that probably won't change too much. Depending on where Jimmy Garoppolo ends up, that will impact that team. You know, So I do one more of these after preseason because guys are going to get hurt. We've already seen a few guys get hurt, unfortunately. Um, So I do one final one that I hold up against myself um, the week of the regular season starting. So probably like the Tuesday before the first Thursday night game um, to kick off the season will be the the last iteration of those. But if you want to go roast me, yeah, go ahead. It's on Twitter. Yeah, because you you won't be the only ones because he's taking a lot of crap over this. Especially Especially if you're a Dolphins fan. See, I mean, they lost their head coach, who's now on the Steelers. He is. Brian Like, I understand that the Dolphins went on a tear in the second half of the season, but they still missed the playoffs because it was too little too late by that point. I've written, I've talked about this several times, so I'm going to save my breath. I'll go make people read what I've written about it if they want to hear why I keep saying this. Um, Yes, go read why I think the Dolphins will not be good. On 3013! Go read that. There you go. And obviously check out the Greg Cherry Show uh, this coming Wednesday. Um, over on the Greg Cherry brand, we have a donation goal. Uh, if I hit $300 over there, I'm going to defend my wrestling trivia title in a 10-man gauntlet match. So Is that what that is behind you? That's what that is. Yeah, that's my wrestling trivia challenge championship right here. Where'd you get that made at? Um, so it was actually bought for me. Really? Um, yeah. By a subscriber? Uh, no, by my best friend, Travis. Okay. Um, so he bought that for me custom made. Wow. Um, when I hit a thousand days as champion, I'm over 1600 now. So it, it's one of those things that. Oh, is that like, on Fan Mania? No, like our own trivia show. Like I've, I've won Fan Mania like nine times, um, which I just won this recent month. Different story. But. Yeah, I, I will defend the uh, championship I've held for 1,600 days in a gauntlet match. Oh, so that's on your YouTube then? Yeah, that's on the YouTube. And I, who, I hopes hope, that, who hopes that if you're the one who keeps winning? Um, my buddy Jeff. Okay. So, so, like, he makes all the questions, and, you know, I get them thrown at me, and I know some of them. 
<laughs> his questions are ridiculous. Um, but I was hoping, and maybe this is me just putting this out into the uh, atmosphere here. I would love Sean to come on the show, like in the gauntlet, if we hit that goal. Because I know he's good at it. But Sean is good at it. He Sean is, is good, good at it. Oh, I by mean, the way, this is my official invitation to you because I hadn't invited you yet. Um, fantasy football, would you like to? Is it a paid league? It is a paid league. How much? I think we're doing. I think we decided fifteen. I think that's what the final oh, vote good. was. Fifteen or twenty, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'd do that. Okay, Please there we go. Just well, let me know when the draft is. Saturday. Of oh, this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. In the evening. Noon. Oh, noon. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll let you know. I don't think I have any plans. Uh, okay. Yahoo, ESPN. What? Yahoo. Yahoo. Okay. That uh, apparently everybody does Yahoo. I'm like the only person who didn't, so I obliged to the crowd. Which, by the way, I've started playing with it. It's great. So yeah, Yahoo's fine. Yahoo, yeah, Yahoo's a pretty solid one. Yeah, I, I never used it before, but yeah, everybody talked it up, and uh, I can uh, vouch that it is very good. I mean, hey, maybe maybe if I get bored, I'll uh, live stream the draft, and both of us can be. Uh, yeah, no, I was. We were talking about that. Like I mentioned it to Tempest and um, uh, Louis. But I, again, they're on UK time, so I don't know how that will work for them. But uh, that, that explains the. Uh, okay. Yes. This is like a life negotiation right now. But yeah, I'll do it. All right, board. Cool. Um, all right. And that will do it for this week's Unsportsmanlike. For Jared Bailey, I'm Greg Cherry. We'll see you next week. And don't be a pitcher. Don't be a pitcher. Roses are red, violets are blue. I click the subscribe button. You really should, too. If you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.